Welcome to another episode of Optional Skate Blues, our podcast where we talk hockey and focus on the St. Louis Blues. I'm Mike, here with Eric. Yep. And technically it's Cinco de Mayo now, and uh, we're going to talk a bit about the Blues' uh, second and l- less successful game. Yeah, man, that was, uh, what, I mean, uh, a decent... 25 minutes of hockey out of 60, I think, maybe. You think so? You think they just didn't play well? I don't. I thought they got some bad breaks. I, they did. I I would agree with the bad breaks, you know, literally, right, with Bortuzzo's stick. But um, I don't know. I they It seemed like it took at least 25 minutes before they got a decent scoring opportunity, honestly. So I'm, that's. Uh, I mean, they dominated the first twelve minutes. They didn't give up a single shot until they had that goofy thing. I mean, I, I really no thought they the first outplayed them. Yeah, I mean, 12, 12 minutes. They didn't have a single chance. Yep. Um, you know, I think stuff didn't shake out their way. You know, and they ended up a little injured. It looks like they're gonna have to rely on some. Uh, uh, unsteady defenseman, or maybe force Scandella to play when he may not be a hundred percent. So, right, Letty was down, and and what else played out, right? Because um, Bertuzzo got Mikolo hit playing. in the face. Bertuzzo was hit in the face. Yeah, did he come back after that or no? No, I saw him walk off like immediately. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So Bertuzzo didn't come back. And then they've got uh, who was the other guy who was younger dude? Callie Rosen scored was in a couple today. goals. Rosen, that's the one. Yeah, so Rosen's out there. So you got Rosen, Mikola, and I mean Perunovic is on the IR though. I think yeah. Yeah, I mean they they were talking like uh, I can't even think of the guy's name. He played one game for us, like got called up a couple of days before, so. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's a journeyman defenseman that played in the AHL. So, uh, you know, they had this, uh, I don't know, you have eight reliable defensemen and then you're going to get into a position where you still aren't deep enough. It's kind of wild, but, um, yeah, you you don't know what happened necessarily with Letty, but it, it seemed like he was a game time decision. They waited till the last minute to say if he was going to be back so you hope that uh he at least can be back in and and uh you don't have to make quite as many decisions i suppose yeah you can dress more more nhl defensemen i'm looking at uh the other defensemen rosen mikola bertuzzo letty scandela pareko krug Falk, all normal names that i've heard before mm-hmm. Uh, like Scar, Tyler Tucker, Brady Lyle, Thomas Cross, Stephen Santini. Santini, that's the guy. Matthew Kessel, that's it. That's oh it. yeah, that's a good Jawa reference right there. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, that's that's obviously not ideal. They uh, it they looked lost after that first goal for sure. How about that? If they came out strong, they came out strong. But uh, um, I missed the first, call it, four minutes because uh, buddy of mine and I were at Cyberg's in Chesterfield Valley. 
and they had um, the the game before on, right? You got to switch to ESPNU to check out the game. So didn't catch all the first little bit. So Or they're just on Bally Sports, but... Um, That's at the house. I don't know if Cybergs has it. I don't know, but whatever. Um, so... I mean, did anything go right for the Blues? What, what, uh, anything they do well? I feel like they started to play some some solid hockey. They started connecting. You know, Tarasenko, um, uh, Buchnevich, and and Thomas looked okay. Thomas was still trying the the drop pass to whoever he could maybe drop pass to. Same as um, same as Kairu is kind of what I was seeing, but. Um, but uh, those guys were at least Buchnevich and Tarasenko were on the board and and looking okay and that was my big takeaway for the positives. Yeah, I thought uh, my few good takeaways, I guess, were that the they still managed to get a power play goal. Um, they created some chances and uh, um, you know I think that uh, it looked like the Thomas line was starting to get going and. Um, had some good performances there on, on that line. And uh, so you, you, you hope maybe that'll round into form and you can get a couple of things going forward. But, you know, it was certainly disconcerting that they, they had all the struggles on the penalty kill today that, that uh, had kind of hampered them a, a few little times in the past. And to see it happen now in the playoffs is a little concerning. Agreed. And, Huso obviously did not look as sharp. You know, whenever zero goals is, quote, as sharp. Uh, I don't think he looked as solid. First goal was a little bit weak, paddle down, close your legs kind of thing. But um, I don't know. On the way out, uh, we're talking about what do you think? Huso back or is this a, a chance to, to give Benner uh, a start and, and see where it goes? No. That's what I thought too. Yep, I think who so for sure. Go back to him and and show some confidence in him and uh, see where it lands you. So yeah, and I think you know another loss, and you definitely need to go back to Benner. It's it's hard to to deny, but I think he's at least earned himself another game. Like you're one yep. and one, and uh, you know overall, I guess what went right is that you you stole the game on the road and. You come home, you got two games, and hopefully you can have a dominating lead and close them out somewhere down the road. So, uh, was was there a guy that stood out as kind of the best performer tonight on the Blues at least? Tarasenko. Yeah. What's <laughs> on up? The Blues at least, yeah. Yeah, Tarasenko looked like he wanted to win. I, I, I thought I thought that that line really looked like they were coming after it. You know, Shen was hitting things again, which you know he he's getting after it and. Before too long, I'd like to see him put a puck in the back of the net instead of hitting things. But um, uh, Kairu looked like he wanted to wanted to score and wanted to um, make passes not through his you know, through the, the the middle in the defensive zone. But uh, he was he was playing much much better. I thought I thought Kairu had a better overall game, and Tarasenko was was looking extremely interested and in trying to own the, the scoreboard. What about you, bud? 
Yeah, I thought, you know, you, you talked about Tarasenko. I think that that line in general just had a more of a shoot-first mentality that seemed like they, especially in that first period, I think, you know, they that line alone had five or six of the, the Blues shots. And, um, you know, and Kairou as well, he just seemed a little more uh, determined. And, I, I you know, both he and Thomas, I think that sometimes um, they're, they're certainly not the most physical in their games, but they kind of had uh, a, a little more of a power edge to it. I think that they, uh, you know, you're certainly not going to bend around somebody like Tarasenko or, you know, put your shoulder in and get around. But, um, you know, it seems like they're able to use their body a little, a little more, make some space and, and still thrive in those, uh, slot areas where we were kind of unsure if they would get the, the time and space. And, and I feel like they were harder in the corners on the pucks too. I, I, I saw a lot of battles between Thomas and one or two players on the wild or Cairo and one or two players on the wild and specifically them out there on the ice at the same time, um, working to try and cycle. They look, they look much better. I thought so. Uh, if you, if we can get those young guys buzzing, then, look out even more uh so we'll come back on friday uh game three in st louis uh we're thinking that uh huso is going to stay in the net any other lineup changes charles glenn sings the fucking national anthem man like that's that's the big one let's get chuck out there singing um if we need to dress Santini, then we are, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be rough. Um, so hopeful, uh, you know, we can get a 60% Letty or 75% Letty and, uh, and build out from there. I'm sure that that puck to the frontal lobe of Bertuzzo is going to hurt for a bit, but, um, yeah, if, if we're we're gonna need to to have everybody who could be on hands. I know that we're we're tied, you know, but at the same time, if you can play, you gotta play. Yeah, and uh, you know, I think that they might start messing around with the fourth line a little. Uh, you, you know, Torpchenko. I, I guess we. I was watching the Bally's, uh, and you know, they gave him a little bit of praise, but I think that he didn't do a whole lot this game. I didn't see a whole lot from him or, or even Walker, even though I'm uh, a fan of Walker. Uh, but, you know, Dakota Joshua is is down there, and uh, he, he's had some success, and it's kind of a bigger physical guy. Maybe you're looking to get a little more of that presence in the lineup and, um, you know, shake, shake something up without doing anything real crazy. And, um, you, you know, you might need – a little bit of extra legs with short on defenders. Right. So. Yeah. Bozak is for sure going to stay on that line though. I think. Yeah. You know, I he think he's so. on the PK yeah. again. Yeah. yeah. He's PK again and, and looks, doesn't look out of place. You know, a couple, a uh, couple shots went through Mark Andre Fleury's five hole and just barely squeaked past. I think that uh, Bozak had one of those. And so, you know, we're, we're, we're close. It looked like a blowout, but it was a pretty close game, I think, overall. And, and yeah, you know, uh, 
buddy from work, Ryan and I were talking about how you can focus on the fact that the blues lost big in their second game and that they won big on their first game, or you can just say they, they took a road win out of the first two and let's get back at the rest of the series. And and that was kind of our mentality for the second part of it. Right. Um, so if you're the Minnesota wild, what are, what are your thoughts right now? And what are you thinking moving forward? Keep getting our, our big dogs, the puck and, uh, shots on goal. Right. Um, again, stay out of the box, continue to do that and, uh, and get big dogs, the puck and, and, and scoring high percentage chances, um, shoot low on who so a couple of them went down there. And um, that's all I got for them. Uh, the, those those three things, really. What about yeah. you? Uh, I know. I think those are all pretty much the same things I was thinking. You know, stay with your big lines because it was you know Eric Sinek and Kaprizov that had had their games, and they're probably their top top two most important forwards. And um, yep, yep. But you know what? What do they do if they lose game three? It's kind of big. Do they? Do they make that goalie change? I I was talking about that with with Ryan at, at Cybergs for a minute and just saying like the fact that Marc Andre Fleury has been on three teams in the last twelve months is really mind boggling. Um, just I, I think that you got to go with that guy. I, I I think that he's somebody who you continue to roll with. I don't think that uh, that Cam Talbot starting, you know, for the first time, and I, I don't know when the last time he started a game was. I, I'm very, very curious on that. Coming in at that point, compared to a guy who's got the pedigree as far as postseason is concerned, with uh, Mark Andre Fleury is is going to be a good a good tinker. I think they played every other game until the season ended. So they just kept going, A B A B. Yeah, and he played really well during that stretch, like similar to better numbers than Fleur. Even so, I understand. You know, you make that move to to bring him in, but um, yeah, I I thought it was funny they they were playing in the arena. Uh, uh, hood rich by the big timers. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar. Uh, got a in my new e class. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Uh, yeah. but I mean, you know, it's kind of, could you sing, could you sing? A little I more think they'll sue us if we, if I keep going, but, oh uh, yeah, yeah. Copyright for sure. But I, I think that kind of exemplifies Minnesota situation right now. Right? Like, they uh they got to win right now. They got the E class on low, and those payments are coming due for, um, you know, Suter and and uh, uh, Parise coming soon. So they they need to make the most of this opportunity. And you probably do have to ride with Flurry just because you made that that decision. And um, you know, I don't know how Talbot's not a young guy, and I don't know if he's going to be your goalie of the future either so you you probably put all your eggs in that basket and need to just run with it yeah garen made the trade at the deadline and and i agree i think that it's got to be one of those things where 
you, you traded for the guy for a reason. You gave up the assets that you gave up for a reason. So um, get out there and, and trust in him and, and see where it goes. Um, last game Talbot played was uh, April 28th. So he has not seen the net in, well, Ten a week, days. I yeah, guess, I really guess just now. Days. So, yeah, not not terrible. And then, yeah, so seven, eight, nine, yeah, nine if uh, if they go to him, and uh, ten, eleven if Flurry gets the nod in game three, which I think that he will. I so, sure. But I mean, eleven, eleven games, man. That's or eleven days. That's that's a lot of time. And Bennington would be looking at the same thing if he would end up uh, getting the call if uh, if things didn't go right with Huso. So it's exactly the potential worst case scenario that we were talking about in our um, our initial recording on what we think were kind of keys to the series with with the Blues being able to stick with a goalie and running with it. Uh, um, you know, we're not at worst case scenario yet, but five goal, you know, uh, what, five shots or five saves and, and let in three in the first period with Huso is, is definitely not a good look. Um. Yeah, certainly not, but I, you know, I think there is a no occupancy in the panic bus right now, and we're we're doing just, just Agreed. fine. Um, Agreed. Yep. So completely. Did agree. you get to see any other uh, playoff hockey over the past couple of days, or watch the uh, Hurricanes just kind of uh, take care of business and which game Pasternak which game? Yeah. run uh, today? Yeah, yeah Pasternak run. Yeah. Uh, the goalie for uh, the, the Hurricanes, goalie, man, right? and that is what's up. Yeah, the yeah the, the backup goalie and the backup to the backup goalie. So it's and that's not his style at all. That really surprised me. Uh, now I didn't see the play. They they uh, when you know I read about it and it said that he attempted to. A move around the goalie. You're not uh, seeing that. That's generous. Yeah. Attempted to move around the goalie is very generous. Um, he didn't. I'll say that he didn't make eye contact and put up his middle finger and say, "I'm running into your face right now." Um, but he uh, didn't. Babe Ruth called the shot or anything. No, like. No, nah, I wouldn't like. Yeah, pointing at. It. <laughs> going for your jugular no it wasn't like that but it was uh it if if we're gonna call that effort um to get out of the way that's 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 a misuse of the term for sure so that the penguins had the crazy game two where they went into like triple overtime okay and, and maybe it was yeah i don't remember but they the goalie, they have Casey DeSmith, right? You know, he's he's in for Jari. And uh, he yeah. cramped up at the end of the second period, and the backup backup goalie there had to come in and play the third, and Malkin ended up getting the game winner. But he said he was getting hungry at the end that, of the first period, yeah. and he ate some, like, spicy pork and broccoli or something, and then he had to play the next period. <laughs> That's a terrible choice. Milk was a yeah. bad choice. That's that's kind of like buying some. Uh, the whole game. He's going to be cool, right? 
the he's gonna have some terrible farts in the net for sure. I'm think I'm thinking the uh, what was it? Happy China. What the hell was the name of the place by the apartment? Oh, look, you are lucky. Oh, lucky no, house. lucky house. Lucky house. Yeah. Whenever I left-handed cigarettes ordered a entire family tray of all the fried rice. Got the catering was, menu. <laughs> I, I thought I was a genius in that moment. So it sounds like uh, it sounds like Casey DeSmith was thinking the same thing. Like he Moses had, back, the he had Lucky House on speed dial. The oh, backup. oh, the yeah. backup. <laughs> he was like, it's the end of the third period. My stomach kind of hurts. I'm going to eat something because Casey DeSmith was still playing. And then uh, two periods later, he's like, uh, "I'm cramping up. I need to need you to come in." <laughs> it's a terrible idea. Yeah. So lesson learned, I guess, mm-hmm. right? And they came out with a W. So all's well. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Eat more like you right. So little disappointing game tonight. We got uh, got it handed back to us, but uh, still still feeling good about the series, and uh, we'll we'll be yep. ready for them on Friday, I think. So uh, we'll that's my thoughts exactly. Sign off here, like we do uh, every episode, with the hearty. Let's, Let's go, go Blues. Blues.